0: Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault.
1: And now, on with the show.
2: This is going to be a
0: fantastic (laughs) time. I'm so happy that it's spooky season. Welcome to spooky season, guys.
3: welcome most wonderful wonderful time of the year
0: i know we spent the entire weekend uh halloween decorating which is which is super fun um people were walking by we've already had people walk by and take pictures with our decorations which to me is like i've won the nobel prize like, yeah. I'm writing, pe- like, that's yeah, in my Christmas card. Like, you know, Emma survived the year. People took pictures with my Halloween decorations. Like, <laughs> I get, I get really, really pumped about it. Uh, As have you, you guys should. separated? Have you locked in your costumes yet?
4: Yes. Um, so I don't have any Halloween plans and I live in too isolated of a, of an area to decorate for Halloween
0: no oh no But well, you gotta put up like ghosties <laughs> for just
4: you it's fun for yeah. just you
3: mia come visit me come visit me because jail is very close to me so yeah where do you where do you guys live we live yeah, in nashville, nashville and slash franklin okay. and just enough yes close enough <laughs> yeah, that can, we could get together okay you
0: could we'll share halloween decorations um yes what are uh, I a- that would be amazing Yes, okay. I got a
3: bunch of little pumpkins today to put around the house, and we have like little skeletons and ghosts and stuff in our house right now. So that's
0: adorable.
3: And if I don't that's make right. it this
4: year, then I will be coming next year. Just bet on it. Oh, oh good. I
2: definitely. Pla- oh, no, 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 no,
3: sorry. <laughs> no, I definitely plan on doing a Halloween party of some sort. Hopefully next year, I, it's either going to be either Wes Anderson themed or Shrek themed.
0: <laughs> Could it be both?
3: Could oh it be? God could shrek it be anderson? Shrek anderson? done
4: Sh- yes yes shrek, shrek anderson, shrek anderson. <laughs> excuse me and I it'd be I like, like it be
0: like moonrise kingdom but instead of the little boy and the little girl falling together it's like it's a little and ogre Fiona. and a little, little <gasps> Fiona i reason. love that oh, yeah. oh, that'd yeah. be so, and then
3: oh, no, smash mouth so instead of like the rolling stones
0: well exactly <laughs> and she's like yeah you're like on the beach, and you look up. And it's like you're need all the wheelers, you know. Over Mike Myers' sounds. I
3: think I think Q
4: would love your uh, your your voice for for Mike Myers.
0: Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that I was would so good. So. <laughs> I, I just feel like I feel like a new person. I feel like a different person. That's what Halloween's all about—is changing who we are. Yes. And on that note. Our topic for today is the top five movies that changed our lives. Thanks to Courtney. A Courtney pick. Aww. Let's high five, everybody. You want a high five?
4: Yes. Let's high five.
0: Yeah. Should we high five? High five.
2: High
3: five. High
0: five. High five. High five, high five. High five son.
3: Woo! High five.
0: Don't let me hang That wasn't wasn't the worst one. That was definitely not the worst one. (laughs) On my end, that sounded pretty terrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) you guys always sound the best. Oh, oh, welcome back everybody to another episode of High Five Cole in the podcast. We couldn't be happier that you've joined us on the Project Hyphen Nerd Podcast Network to talk movies that we all love that are amazing and that we just can't get enough of, but only 5 at a time. That's really yes. all we can handle in any one conversation. Um I am one of your hosts, Jay.
3: I'm Courtney. And I'm Mia.
0: And oh my goodness, this week's topic is, is a game changer. It's a life changer. Mm-hmm. And it's a Courtney selection. So I'm going to turn the table to you, Courtney. Why this topic and talk us into it?
3: Man, because uh, I think at least for me growing up in kind of a an isolated area, being homeschooled, growing up in a rural area, I, I, I really turned to movies and to TV too, but a lot of movies and kind of like that's how I got a lot of like... Uh, understanding of the world and just like relatability and stuff. And um, I really want to specify with this list. These aren't like our favorite movies per se. I mean, there's Mm. some overlap of course, but like ones that like you watched that were like, Oh my God. Okay. This is like either it was like the, the Genesis of something for you to like change your life with, or just being feeling like you've been seen and that kind of changes your perspective on the world and the media and all that stuff. So, that was why I chose it because movies are the best thing in the world.
0: I am, I'm glad that you clarified. And one, I mean, we clarified before obviously recording because we're not <laughs> yes, yeah. but I mean, one of the things I'm really glad about is that like, yes, it's not favorites. It's one of the things mm. that Q and I were very clear on at the very front of the show is it's never top five favorites. It's too hard. Mm-hmm. It's too, yeah. it's too big. It's too big a question. But mm-hmm. there have been movies that change your life, whether that be a perspective, um, uh, a feeling that you just yeah, Courtney, you mentioned like being seen. You're like, oh my goodness, I never thought that emotion was shared by any other human, but someone made a movie about it, so it must be something that I wasn't alone in feeling. Um, yes, the premise, the premise of this whole podcast is the movies that we love and the top high five, um, and so when when you proposed this topic it was like yeah this feels really good like i want to talk about these types of movies and then diving into those memories has been fun i feel like this is going to be a very like behind the music-esque episode yeah (laughs) Uh, behind (laughs) the
3: music i like that i like that too (laughs) it's
0: like high five storytellers Oh, like, I love Whoa. it when I when I rode Johnny's
1: cages. Oh my
0: goodness, we were on tour <laughs> with the Stones. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that was going.
0: Mia, how did Perfect. these movies re- change your life? How did you define this?
4: Um, I define them in. Gosh, geez, it so it was really hard for me to pick because my favorite. All-time movies had a profound impact on me, and oh, so I had to yeah. go out of my way to be like, okay, which were the ones that told stories that I never would have heard of if I hadn't watched the movie?
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, interesting. Um,
4: and 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 that I was able to enjoy and find power in. Uh, I think movies that change your life are supposed to provide a sense of power to you, whether that's power via empathy or, or um, kindness or, uh, you know, a new respect for something. Just there's different, right. there's different ways of power that isn't just gr- gruff. And yeah, I'm going to conquer the world. There's, there's also, you know, the nice stuff. So I, yeah. I was just <laughs> like, okay, wh- what are the movies that, that either changed my perspective on something or provided me with a new something that added to how I interact with my world.
0: Oh, I love I, that. I love that. Yeah, I'm with Courtney yeah. on this. I love that definition. Great. I yeah, thanks. that's <laughs> awesome. I I don't I appreciate I feel it. Like mine, I feel like mine are 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 deep in a similar way, but more like they've established certain. Okay. I, this isn't on my list, but you guys know the movie Inside Out. The fantastic, yes. wonderful Pixar yes. movie, Inside so Out. Yes. So amazing. Okay. Yes. Okay. So the islands of personality. You know those little yes. islands that are floating yes. up inside her yes. mind and they have all the rides. Okay. I feel like the the five movies that I picked in some way, shape, or form formed the five movie-related identities in my subconscious oh in some way know. shape or form so they're yeah. part of the theme of whatever that island is yeah, um, yeah And so that was what i was like there are movies that have either that i watched a thousand times growing up that i'm a huge fan of and i like even, yeah it's not even so much an honorable mention but like a movie like aladdin you know oh, I yeah i love capital l the movie Aladdin and I know mm-hmm. all the songs and you know I have memories with Amanda to that movie. There's Aww. just, you know, I, I love that movie. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it, it may, may, you know, didn't hit this list because it didn't establish that core function of yeah. something, of you know, like a a rhythm, of an emotion, a you know, a history moment. Um then uh so that that one is an honorable mention. So I'll kind of I guess I'll start the round table there on my honorable mention. Nice. Aladdin Whoop. is like right there because yeah. It it establishes for me that like Disney, like Disney's a big part of my life. And oh for sure. So Aladdin is a huge part of my life. And those songs are a huge part of my life. So it it narrowly got edged. Oh if it could if could it, it could have <laughs> tied, if it could have tied, it'd have been on there.
4: Yeah. Nice. okay okay do you have any others though do
0: you have any other honorable mentions not any like huge ones like okay i mean like dumb and dumb and dumber was one that was up there <laughs> just mainly because i love it so much and it's so it's such a staple mm-hmm. um but now like it's i don't think it's honorable mention it's not like aladdin honorable mention territory no way jose no way, yeah jose. what about you guys any honorable mentions on yours that you were just like killed you to cut out but you only had five
4: yeah do yeah, you got any uh, mine's long. I don't know if you want me to go first or if you want to go. No, you feel free. Feel free, please. Okay.
0: okay.
4: <laughs> mine's long too, so that's fine. <laughs> okay, so I have one, two, three. I have four, four. Um, I could have had six, yes. but
0: but I didn't. That's like six. a whole second episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's yeah, why I left it up An honorable mention on that episode. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs>
4: um. So my first one is seven pounds um apparently it had one of the worst theater openings in history which makes me really really sad because that movie is absolutely spectacular it's great i
0: remember it not performing well and i remember you talking about it mia in an episode Mm -hmm. with me you me and q a while ago yeah
4: yeah it's i just think it's beautiful i think i i don't know how how to explain its impact but profound guilt (laughs) <laughs> leading you to profound kindness is right. That's one hell of a story to me. Um, so that
0: we, <laughs> no, we no, could go down a psychological rabbit hole another day. <laughs> that's a one,
4: that is yes. a one. Um, Shawshank Redemption. I remember the first time I saw it, I was just oh, like, Oh, yeah,
0: he did mm. what he got yeah. to do.
4: What, yeah, that was. The, the uh, unkindness in that movie, in the midst yeah. of a friendship building, is beautiful, so I like that. Um, Here's one thing
0: I'll say about that movie in particular, yeah. and not yeah, yeah. to spoil anything. It's not on my list, but I mm-hmm. do consider it a perfect movie. Yes, it is a perfect yeah. movie. It is a perfect movie. It's not on yeah. my list for life changers, but it's... <laughs> it's It's amazing it's a
4: quality film yeah um (laughs) my next one is probably (laughs) why do you do this (laughs) the joey gruff
0: (laughs) it's like it's the non it's the non-aggressive non-terrible tim allen uh, sound. Oh, oh, it's, oh the, my God. it's the modern. It's the no like uh, the, no, the no machismo man sound. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I don't remember. hate. Yeah. I don't hate minorities. <laughs> like, yeah, I I like I appreciate you as a human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like no what matter you what there. you believe or who you want to love, we are equal. No matter what we believe or who we <laughs> love, who I like, what you. Say. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that. That's what that's like. Yeah, so it's that was way great less terrible oh, than <laughs> yeah, that
4: that oh God, it always sounded weird to me, um, okay, so my third one is probably a film neither of you have seen, but it was one of the first anime films I ever saw that wasn't a Miyazaki film, and it's called Wolf children. um, mm-hmm. and it showed me that one Miyazaki isn't the be all end all, even though he is top tier um. But also that you could tell a story that's complex and beautiful about a single mom in, a, mm. in, a, in a, an animated setting that, that is also equally as much about the children as it is about the impact of the father. Just It's truly a magnificent film. makes me cry every time. Um, the last oh. one that I have that's an honorable mention is Get Out. I oh. fought, I fought so hard with that one and, and one of my other ones on my list. Yeah. I fought tooth and nail, but uh that one that one didn't end up making it. And I was really hoping we would we would have some honorable mentions because that one was one that had to be yeah. mentioned for sure. The for impact sure. of that film was was pretty much I don't want to say global because I don't know how, how it impacted globally, but I know for a lot of Americans it had a strong impact. So I, oh, I sure. Huh, I'll never forget my first watching of that movie I'll never yeah. forget
3: and just uh, uh, you know coming from I guess uh, the behind the curtain thing like uh, Jordan Peele's jump from sketch comedy to oh being, becoming a, a horror auteur and I remember yep. I was watching an interview with him with Bobby Lee on Bobby Lee's podcast because clearly he listens to ours um, of course hey Bobby what up Bobby Lee <laughs> uh, and, and um because they did mad tv together you know Mm -hmm. of course you know um and jordan was talking about how he was leaving mad tv had only a few episodes left and but snl reached out and was like hey do you want to come and play obama on our show uh and like and you know you only have your contract's almost up at mad tv you don't have that much left and so he's like oh let me go ask mad tv and they told him no so he was basically without a without a job because they were like no you can't even though you are almost done with your contract here um and so he was pretty much he yeah he was unemployed and that was the that was what made him want to start writing get out because he's like what do i want to do really in hollywood if i can't do sketch comedy anymore which in his mind this is before Keen peel all that stuff he's like i can't do this anymore i'm he's like i really want to be an auteur and make and make great movies and be a great writer and that was when he started writing get out so i think that's beautiful
0: it's incredible. I remember uh, I remember Q's, Q right? saw it before I did, um, and he was dem- so demanding. He was like, you have to see this movie. You have to yeah. see it. And I was like, I will. I will. I'll go see it. He's like, no, you have to see it. He saw it like <laughs> two or three times in a the theater yeah. before I had seen it once. And then yeah. we finally saw it, and it was amazing, and I loved it. But I remembered being a fan of, of Jordan Peele. And they always like every season or so on Key and Peel, they would slip in a horror theme. Oh sketch. yeah, something weird. And he was, and he was so good at those mm-hmm. sketches. And I knew he was a fan of horror. And then when he was like, "Yeah, he's going to do this," I was like, "Okay." I know. Um, The last time the Wayans tried something like this, it didn't go super great. Uh, so I, <laughs> I, but man. Yeah, that movie was incredible, world changing, yeah. if not personally life changing.
3: I th- yeah, definitely. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you mentioned that movie because it you. was. Yeah, it. Yeah, and it just kind of opened the floodgates for a lot of other type. How just how ho- you can look at horror films and look at social commentary. Oh. It was amazing. Like I, he, he just changed the game.
0: Oh. He really did. I love it, and yeah. I uh, I can't. Uh, oh, we could do a whole other episode. We should do a whole episode on we on stuff like that um can we please yeah yeah okay i'm not even a horror fan but i will do it i'll do it i'll talk about get out i'll talk
3: about us i'll talk about he has that movie oh yeah us was awesome and if there weren't so many other movies nominated for oscars that year i think i think that would have won a lot of awards and it was robbed i think all the actors in that movie should have won awards if nothing
0: else if nothing else lupita should have gotten I know. Way more she, the queen, than she got. The yeah, Queen. The that she
3: played two characters very convincingly, but we didn't know. I, I just, oh, it was so perfect. And like Elizabeth Moss was great in that movie. Ugh. Just everyone... Alright, so we're off,
0: we're off mate. We're off. Pay. Courtney, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. get us get us what where, yes. where, where, what are your honorable mentions? What changed Hon- your life? But not enough of changing your life to actually make it to the top 5.
3: Yeah, they these were all very like for different reasons. Uh the first honorable mention will go to one of the first movies I ever saw and it was Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Um, yeah. We both had just, a uh, Disney
0: pick on. Yeah. On yeah.
3: Um mm-hmm. I I growing up I was very like into reading and very kind of like weird and nerdy and you know like you have all the other classic princesses who are like do their thing and that's great and then for me I really resonated with Belle because I would walk around with the book in the supermarket with my mom like reading it and all that stuff and then just also as I got older, like that movie, like every time I rewatch it, I'm like, man, it just hits you differently every time as in, a, yeah. in any, any stage of life from being a kid loving like princesses to like just um, seeing how you look at the world and how you treat people. And so that one was an early one for me. And I've gone as Belle in different iterations, many years for Halloween, uh, including I don't two know years if, ago.
0: Stop. I, don't know I you love you so much. Of one of my children's middle names is Belle. <gasps>
3: oh i oh which, I, which I, one is that one which one's yeah one? which one you, you don't have to name say names. second okay no 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 <laughs> no the, no don't do that oh yeah <laughs> i'm kidding the second one. got you um, got you i um, i don't uh i don't think i'll I don't plan to ever have kids but I do love that that is just that's just me putting i, I don't know why i had to share that with folks but no. I, if i ever were to have kids Hermione and Bell would be on those name list Ooh, names for sure uh, okay. i
0: like that also, Real Merlin. <laughs> I named my son Merlin in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Oh, my God, in a heartbeat. Wouldn't that be a
3: fucking badass name? Aurora Bell? Bell.
0: Aurora Bell. Aurora Bell. Bell.
3: Right? I'm from, I'm a, from a town name. called Aurora, actually. I grew up in a town called Aurora, so that'd be perfect. That's cool. Right? Yeah. But yeah. Okay. anyway, so that's uh, one honorable mention. Number two, and this is very, very recent. Uh, another Disney movie, apparently, or, or it is, is... um. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yo! Yeah. That one, seeing okay. that one, watching the trailer for it, um, and then just also for listeners who have not been keeping up, I'm an Asian woman, um, Asian American woman. And seeing that trailer, like even thinking about it, I teared up every time. Um, because, and now I'm going to start probably start tearing up now because just like the fact that I grew up loving. Uh, so now I'm getting like emotional uh, over an audible mention. Um, <laughs> sw- loving Batman, loving Wonder Woman, loving uh, Harley Quinn, all these superheroes, and not having anyone that I could dress up as. Now I'm getting really sad. And seeing that movie and thinking about all the kids that could that are able to see that movie. And feel represented um and see you had you had a full-on
0: black panther moment you had your full-on black panther moment sorry
3: now i'm getting really like uh, emotional about it but um seeing that and leaving the theater and seeing an asian family with some little kids walking into the theater seeing that movie really um just hit my heart you know thinking those kids have that opportunity to see someone and look up to them where not everyone did Sorry, now yeah. I'm, oh my god. It's a fucking you know honorable what? mention.
0: Here's the, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. And, yeah. and I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to stand by the emotion because we laugh on this podcast and we talk about things we love on this podcast, and sometimes yeah. that includes tears. And you know what? It's an honorable mention for you, but that family you saw walking in to see Chung yeah. chi that little kid who saw it, it's yeah. on his top five because oh, in 20 for sure. years it's going to yeah. be something that changed his life. So that's not, yeah. it doesn't matter that it's your honorable mention. It's going to be his number one.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Anyway. So that's, um. I'll stop talking about the movie. Cause I'll just cry, but it's great. You should go see it while it's in theaters. Um, and then my final honorable mention, I wouldn't kind of, I Sophie's don't, choice
0: you, is another, like a, an upbeat one. <laughs> yeah. Another,
3: uh, kind of also very, oh God. <laughs> super fucking depressing. Yeah and this is the reason why I chose this one is because it got me into independent movies and going to the inde- mm-hmm. independent artsy art house theaters was the first movie I saw at the Belcourt in Nashville was Skeleton Twins. That is a with,
0: good ass movie. Oh, it's
3: so good. It's so good. Mm. Bill Hader, Kristen Wiig. Um, We've actually, a,
0: Mia, we talked about, recommended it to you on another episode, I think, because okay. it was something that we had both found that no one else had seen that we really liked. Okay. So okay. What is it again? Skeleton Twins.
4: Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yes. After hearing yeah. it again.
3: Yeah. It was I my remember. first first time to like an indie theater ever because there were like a few in Ohio that I got to see some Wes Anderson movies at and a few other ones, but they were like an hour drive. So moving to a new city, having one like 20 minutes away from me, and it was before the Belcourt, Joey, you might know, like it was before it was renovated. So it was really exciting oh, yeah. for me. To go there into this like kind of very dark, dimly lit, dingy, dirty carpet theater and mm-hmm. see this movie and like one of two like theater rooms, excuse me, and that was very cool to be able to be part of that like world and that I had not really gotten to experience before living in a small town. So
0: we. So that's um, before, my other honorable mention. Be- before it got renovated, uh, and it's a very fond memory of mine. Amanda and I went and saw at the Bell Court um my neighbor no no we saw uh kiki's delivery service
2: oh like, yeah N- N-
0: miyazaki saturdays and we would we would go and it was get to see him on the big screen and it was amazing it was so good um yeah oh man well i my goodness it feels like we've already done the list but we haven't yeah. even started <laughs> I'm, um, I'm gonna cry my I good- told my no please don't cry. be sorry <laughs> please don't be sorry and that's what everyone says you tell yourself always you're like i'm not gonna cry this time and then mr feeney says class dismissed and you're like god damn
3: it I know. oh my god i know oh, and god, over yeah. here i'm oh, like
4: oh, i miss this movie and this movie and i miss <laughs> this movie and i miss this movie while we're talking i'm like oh no
0: <laughs> round we're gonna have to have an episode two that's just how it's gonna be We're yeah. to, yeah the the thing is we have to do this do you want to do this
1: list yes <laughs> Yes. yes. Let's,
0: let's just do this list. Let's let's do this list. Is this, where we do this? this is where we make a list. The list. Three, two, da, And and I hate to do I hate to do this to you, Cordy, but it's your choice, so you gotta start oh i know
3: okay this is gonna be i so, guess after the, the gravitas of me fucking crying for my honorable mentions i don't know how this list is gonna hold up for no. everyone else listening <laughs> i don't know if i'll cry any other time
0: well it's weird um, that your number one is adam sandler's jack and jill i don't know how to oh, yeah, match the no don't please don't
3: i and love you two- but don't <laughs> and number two is uh is what is it da- uh, what is it uh, that's my son with Adam with uh, uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler and Andy Sandberg or whatever the fuck.
0: David Spade's Dickie Roberts former adult porn star or whatever that movie. Yes. Exact, uh, exactly. Exactly. Anyway, to, to all the, the love boys God, I loved
3: before, part three. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the kissing booth part two.
0: Part 80. That has a that yes. already has a sequel or three. That's like the land before a time. Sequel. Yeah, yeah that's like that the kiss before fucking, time. <laughs> fucking the kiss man, before time.
3: The kiss before time. That's <laughs> terrifying. We better kiss before. Well, maybe that's explode. what the Big Bang really was.
0: <laughs> oh, it was teenagers making
3: out?
0: Talk about a little foot.
3: yo hold oh. ah, no, <laughs> A long neck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway, that was so yucky. good. All right, yeah, I can. That was good. That was so uh, good. M- my number five, guys, and I'll explain why because it seems like an odd choice, but it is Judd Apatow's and Amy Schumer's train wreck. Ooh. I okay. Know. Okay. Thanks. I was trying to get into I was thinking I was at a crossroads with my career I just moved to Nashville I was like 21 22 I moved here to do music and that wasn't something I wanted to do anymore I had a day job I was like considering comedy and um it's unfortunate that you know just with I mean I still like Amy Schumer I'll come out and say it I'm not afraid I don't care fucking fight me I still like her um that she was very impactful on me considering even trying stand-up because I'm like oh this is fun and funny and I think I can do this and then I saw her movie Mm -hmm. um, in theaters here in Nashville and I was like and I can also potentially like write a movie loosely based on my life like that was just like oh I can do all these things that was the the, that was what got me to think thinking I should try comedy and try stand up and Mm. so that movie was definitely like a uh, like a big huge part of my life even though it may not be my favorite Joe Apatow movie it's definitely like one that changed my life
0: that's a that's a good one. Mike Rabiglia was my guy. That was who oh, did it for me. Yes. Oh my god. He
3: was touring. Yes.
0: Yeah. He was touring here, and I just went up to him after the show, and I was like, "Oh, I, I write jokes, and I wish I could do what you do." He's like, "Well, then do yeah. it." And yeah. I was like, oh. and then I like started <laughs> just do it. Just and do that's it. What I did. <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah." He was just. He was so good. He was so good. I, I love yeah. that. That's such a good strong choice, and I don't think it's weird. I know a lot of people who. Saw that movie and was like, wow, okay, like straightforward, real, honest storytelling with mm-hmm. humor. Like, that's the Apatow way. If and it you was will.
3: smart, yeah. And it was just, mm-hmm. um, people forget, like, at that time, like, it was kind of a game changer in 2015, 2016. You know, it really um, was. I remember, yeah, because it was just like, oh, this woman who kind of came out of nowhere who's kind of who's dirty but like has this whole thing mm. going on and been doing stand up for like 10, 12 years or whatever. She's got this movie, and it's like, not something that John Apatow has ever done before. I like the storytelling for that. Yeah. Um. It was just kind of a game changer. I mean, we take it for granted now because every TV show on Peacock and every like Netflix movie is like right. reminiscent of what that movie was. You know?
0: Yeah. No. I so. I agree. I think that's a that's a good one. And I definitely knowing you and knowing kind of you know the path that you're on right now, could totally see that that fitting and falling oh. in. in- there, I so. would give
3: anything for me to be on Howard Stern and Jed Epitel. Hear me talk about my sex life
4: <laughs> <laughs> perfect. It would be That's, a- that sounds like a grand old
0: time, yes. Yeah. Me I too, would honestly. Um, I, I would if for me to talk about it on Howard Stern, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> great, I uh, am so, so boring.
3: <laughs> me too. Um,
0: <laughs> me too. <laughs> Stern would be like, How'd you get in here? I'd be like, I have a key. Uh, yeah,
3: I don't know. I wore the janitor <laughs> uniform. Don't don't yell at me, okay? I'm just a humble I employee. Not, hey, hey, oh, wait, hey no, I'm just wearing I the drive the Taxi, uniform it away. is my job. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I meet prostitutes and sometimes they're Jodie Foster. I don't I don't know. I drive- <laughs> sorry, taxi driver. For- I will
0: also sit on Decibian. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Decibian?
0: Uh, that's how I'm missing something. Oh, <laughs> there we.
4: Yeah, wow, I go. missed <laughs> that. On, I missed that big time. I'm so sorry. All
0: right, Wait. you know what? Transition into my number five. See. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so, my number five. It was a, almost a three-way tie. I'll be honest. So I had a, a oh, tough dang. time because it was one of those that was like, well, it needed to be. This is sort of my. I saw movies in a different way. So whether it was like, you know, the first time I saw Citizen Kane or the first time like Groundhog Day almost had this spot because I was like, oh, my goodness, you can tell a story like this. This is crazy. Right. But the mo- but the movie that did it and Courtney, I got a smile on my face when you said that it was the movie that introduced the indie films. Th- this movie could sort of fit that bill for me, even though it's not really. But my number five is Pulp Fiction. oh yes yes pulp fiction it changed my life in the way of it what i consider to be my cinephile (laughs) time Mm -hmm. it sort of encapsulates that you know before that i loved movies and i would go see all the the big theater movies and i would go to my dad with the theater and then even one summer in high school a buddy of mine and me like took the afi top 100 movies of all time list and just watched our way through it so you know like 300 blows that's, incredible. And all this, like, that's amazing nonsense yes it was it was i look back on it very fondly but there were times i was like a junior in high school i'm like what is this movie and now i'm like oh it, it's a movie it's like a really good film is what it is yeah um but pulp fiction is one of those where it's sort of locked in for me is like holy shit you can do some yeah. amazing things with cinema mm-hmm. and you can do yeah. some amazing things with story specifically yes. in cinema it's not just like oh there's explosions and there's big movie stars it's like wow look how intricate all of this is and how it well it works together and how separate but connected and and it, mm-hmm. it got me into Quentin Tarantino who I'm still a mm-hmm. big fan of and it's, you know, I, it was a movie early on and another reason, you know, it sort of changed my life in a, in another way is that it was one of the first movies that I showed Amanda in our, in the apartment that I had when we were dating. It was like a first <laughs> random first movie. I was like, Hey, let's watch Pulp Fiction. Cause I really like it. And she was like, yeah. sure, I, I love that. I was like, she made it through Pulp Fiction. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's
3: gonna yeah she's a keeper. Oh So God.
0: for for those reasons and so many more, I mean, it is a movie I can go back to. Um, I think every performance in it is top notch. And mm, mm, again, mm. I just as a writer, as a storyteller, I just attach myself to it in that way. But the way that it changed my life was it just sort of opened my eyes to what movies could do and the way yeah. that movies could tell stories. So my number five, oh. Pulp Fiction.
3: So good. Oh, that's a great one. Okay,
0: thank you. All right. all right, all right,
4: Mia. All right, Mia. While I've while we've been talking, I have been rearranging my list every t- every time we have one like this. That's like a little more emotional. I end this up a big one. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. I've just been like, eh. yes, yes, yes. yes the next <laughs> <one>. <laughs> so um, I'm so no, sorry. No,
0: no. Et should be down here, but no oh, this one yeah. needs to be up here. <laughs>
3: right.
4: Um, <laughs> so I. We definitely need to do a part two for this because
0: there's... Oh, we have to. Uh, I. It could be. I still know what movies changed my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There. Yeah. yeah there's more. I still there's, know. there's definitely more than this
2: play. list.
4: Yeah. That's the title. Um. My. So my number five is an indie movie. Um, Sweet. And it's called Portrait of a Girl on Fire oh, or Portrait hey. of a Lady on Fire.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey! Wow, a recent a recent so, addition yes. to the the genre. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: mm. it's it's I mm, as a That's as life- a I, bisexual see, woman.
0: I can see how that would be life changing. <laughs> yes. Oh, so for sure. So
4: life as a bisexual woman is already very complicated on both sides of the spectrum, don't I right? know it?
0: Oh, <laughs> don't
4: you? So Jay as a poster uh, child seeing you if you want to watch a movie that's done you know how there's there's this thing where there's like the male perspective the male the male gaze and the female gaze gaze, right right if there was a movie that could encapsulate the female gaze for me it would be that movie it it has um it it's uh it's a movie that is focused on the moments not it's not even so much the dialogue it's not even the scenes it's all of the moments in between Uh, it's a lot of body language and facial expressions it's Mm -hmm. it's a everything else is telling the story more than the words are telling the story Mm -hmm. um because i know i've said this to you and q before uh in one of the past ones but i firmly believe that color tells like 70 to 80 yeah. percent of a movie and then everything yeah. else um literally like one to five percent of this movie is dialogue um yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's incredibly uh intimate and intimate in a way that isn't just romantic like you you are engrossed in this film because you're you're rooting for everybody involved whether or not that works out later um it's it's just it's yeah i yeah. i absolutely love that film it changed it changed how i can see women in a film
2: yeah. Yeah. oh yeah so that was that was great i, <laughs> that's I think that's I think that's, a,
0: I think that's a stellar choice i love movies yeah. that can that can really capture those moments really well like um, the Before Trilogy does that, like Before Sunrise mm-hmm. and Before Sunset, like those are fantastic. But like Portrait of a Lady on Fire has that feel. And I'm glad that that movie, there's been a string of movies that have, you said, encapsulated the female gaze for you. But there's so many gazes, there's so many eyesights that aren't and haven't been accurately represented for so long. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to get. What I would call co- what I would call portrait style movies, but mm. you'll have like you'll, you'll call me by your names. That's not <sighs> so much yeah. s- story driven but moment driven, and it's a yeah. very specific perspective and a very pers- specific story. Or like something like The Last Black Man in San Francisco or Moonlight. Oh, yeah, beautiful um, beautiful. Both of I those... need to watch that. It's oh, so god, um, La- last what
2: the last, last Black, Black Man, Man in Sa-
0: San-, okay. San Francisco. And then Fair, the other yeah. one, um, and Amiya, if you're a color enthusiast, is Moonlight. You need to watch Moonlight. Oh, it's yeah. You okay. gotta
3: see Moonlight. Oh, my God. For so, so many reasons. And it's definitely yeah.
0: moments-based. It's mm. um, so definitely moments-based. So I love I that choice. Moonlight. I totally re- I totally respect that choice. I love movies Thank you. That can capture those moments. Um, what yeah. The Marriage Story did that re- very recently <sighs> for that very specific perspective. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Nothing really happened. Not- it was just them in their marriage and that's not a bad um, thing that's not even a critique no. of
0: the movie but it's just like right. that. So we kind of watch this it's like portrait scenes from a marriage that old yeah um, um I th- again I'll, I'll, yeah.
3: yeah yeah i think if i ever made ever got around to making like the pilot that i want to make it would probably be kind of like that there's not a huge plot maybe at some point there'd be a plot but you know, at least the first like season or so would just be showing life through someone else's perspective. That's the plan. No. I'm putting that out here now for all of our listeners to keep me accountable. I like it. I Thank like you. It. Um, <laughs> What's your number of, of four, girl? Uh, speaking yeah, of the opposite of you. portrait, of the opposite of portrait, it is a very plot different movie, and I saw in theaters at the court shout out. Um it was the last movie I saw before the pandemic. So it very much had a hold on me. What and uh I'm not going to cry talking about this one either. Uh Parasite. Ooh. Solid. Yeah,
0: that's, that's just a good ass movie.
3: It's such a good movie, like just the humor and just um, the fact that, mm-hmm. like, you know, there are a handful of foreign films that break through into the American cinema, right. you know, but like that one really, like that winning best picture. I remember going to the theater and again trying to understand my own identity and who I am, and sitting in a theater full of other Asian American folks, um, was very like moving for me. I remember crying then. I got all the tears out now, so I won't cry now talking about this. But it were really just and it just sat with me, just thinking about the the storytelling, the way that it was shot, just everything about it had every no shot, no moment, no mm-hmm. prop was ever wasted in that movie. And it was just really, really incredible to watch. And just again, the humor. The all of it was just like, man, this is how this is so cool, and it's not like anything I'd really had seen. I mean, there were like glimmers of like from the American perspective, Tarantino, you know what have you, like with the ultra violence kind of deal, but it was still sure. really like, but it was just so unique and just a unique experience for me to be in a theater full of people who look like me, who I don't normally get a chance to even see or be around. Right before COVID hit, it was just all of it was just very like. Okay, like really, kind of solidified. Like, and I'm also I'm South. I was born in South Korea. Um, the director is from South Korea. The movie is South Korean. It really, kind of impacted uh, me in that way.
0: Speaking of, just to pile on the love of this movie, Bong Joon-ho, uh, Bong mm-hmm. Joon-ho is oh my god! He's like one of I love him as a director. Between everything the, he makes, the, between the host and Snowpiercer, he's like flat out yeah, one he, of my favorite directors. Right.
3: I know. Yeah. yeah. He, New yeah. Snowpiercer
4: um, movie, not show, amazing. correct?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh,
4: movie, not show. Movie, okay. Movie. He yeah.
0: is attached to and works on the show, but it's, yeah, it was the movie, was the his movie vision. was his
3: deal.
0: Um, okay. he also that did, uh, he also movie did that oak that Oakja movie. Yeah. With Stephen <laughs> Yoon,
3: who I love.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, so that guy, so everything he touches seems to just be, Just seems to be great. Um, Even that he was uh, he wrote uh, uh, an old uh, he wrote a movie called Mother that was a Korean thriller that was Mm -hmm. one of my favorite Korean thrillers for a while. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this I didn't know that he did the host, too. It's oh, yeah, that guy is just incredible.
3: Yeah, he's yeah, he's top notch. He's there's very few that can compare to what kind of stuff he puts out. So, getting to see that, what he won Best Picture for, also watching the Oscars and seeing that was also incredible. Like across the board, which is very meaningful for me at that time, and just helping me understand more of my identity and my heritage and what have you, and being and taking pride in it, which I didn't really want to do. Uh, you know, being raised in a country in America where that wasn't something that I felt a lot of liberty to do or like for, you know, you know, so seeing that now as an adult and like, Oh, this is amazing. There's a lot of amazing things that come from where I came from. So yeah, the movie made a big impact on me and I still love it to this day.
1: Oh,
0: superb choice. choice. Yeah. Thank you. I'm actually going to stick in a similar vein, ironically, because my number four is a horror movie.
2: Oh, Um, I knew it.
0: Which shouldn't surprise anybody. You oh. know, honestly, I'm such a horror <laughs> hound that there's going to be a horror movie on my list. And honestly, if there are longtime listeners of the podcast, hint, hint, you may have heard me talk about this before because on our episode 100, we Ooh. did uh, it was me, Q, and Jason Marsden, and we did the top five oh. movies that defined our childhoods. Nice. And so there's some crossover, maybe. Um, but Hmm. my number, my number four is Psycho. Ah, yeah, nice. That's a a good one. That's a that's a great one, actually. Yeah, I had. I mean, yes, one flat out great movie. So Mm -hmm. so amazing. Alfred Hitchcock at his peak. Every Anthony Perkins giving one of his best performances. Everything about it is just firing on all cylinders. Outside of the movie, I saw it way too young. Like, (laughs) did you? Like, like it was on television. I was like five or six, and my dad was like, It's good. Come watch. And I was like, All right, whatever. And so I watched it, and and I didn't take a shower for like months. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: I don't blame you. I don't blame you. you
0: I'm going to do a bath tonight. You've done a bath yeah. every, you know what, mom, I'm going to do a bath. Don't worry about it. How about you don't yes. worry about it? How about we just not worry about it? And you give me those hot dogs and I'll take it in the bath. Um, <laughs> oh my God. like, Psycho, Psycho made such an impact on me. And there's always, and because of that, I think it instilled that adrenaline rush that I get from horror movies that I still, that, that fear that I'm looking for in a movie that's mm. going to affect me. You know so all the movies that I watch now that affect me afterwards it's like a, a, a psycho effect it's you know it always comes back to that movie that instilled in me this drive to be scared and to see good stories that are mm-hmm. freaky um yeah. and so yeah number 4 is psycho uh, and that's my horror selection for the evening
3: that's a so. beautiful selection for for across the board also Thank i like your you. i like your gauntlet mug your it
0: career. is one of my prized collection. It is ceramic and they're actual jewel, not real jewels, but like what you know gemeralds. Um, so much and I uh, I drink it during client I drink it during client meetings because I'm like, I'll give <laughs> my opinion. And they're like, I'm not sure if we should do it that way. I'm like, oh really?
3: Oh, okay. Let me just snap my <laughs> Out my fingers Sorry. a few times.
0: <laughs> that was That's my a power, power That was my power stone move. Um, yeah,
3: I gotta get one of those. I if I ever get, if I get this new job, which God, hoping you will, this airs, you will. Thank you. We'll manifest it right now. You will. Cool. I. Thank you. I will get this new job. I have my final interview tomorrow. Um, then I'll have to get Badass. one because I'll be on a lot of Zoom calls. So I'll have to get myself uh an Infinity Gaunt- <laughs>
2: It's, it's a,
0: Honestly, it's we got it when we were in Disney World a few years ago. I'm sure you can get them offline or whatever. Oh, but yeah. It is, it's like the best $24 I've ever spent. Yeah. I use it every day.
3: <laughs> oh my god! I'm obsessed with it. Just watching you, like with like your knuckles kind of meld into the mud. like, yeah, like yeah. You've got you've I got know. the glove on.
0: <laughs> I love it. And I'm uh, sipping my phone. Uh, Am I sipping my books or my Dunkins? Nice. Actually, I think. <laughs> All right. Anyway, All right. so uh, Mia, you're number four. Yes. Yeah.
4: My, oh god. my number. Did it four... change
0: when before when we've gone around?
4: Um, no, no, I might change my one and two, though. Um, okay. <laughs> I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you guys love me. Um, it is. So, <laughs> my number four is actually, strangely enough, my favorite movie of all time.
0: <gasps> nice. Uh, you know what? I get Real it.
4: weird, I know. Um, But my favorite movie has actually already been mentioned. <gasps>
2: oh, my God. What? what?
4: My favorite movie of all time is Beauty and the Beast. And it is my number four. Oh,
0: <gasps> Nice. Good, good selection. Thank good you. Selection. I know. That's
2: why we're yeah. connected.
3: We're sisters. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes. um, the reason I picked it is because uh, I was in trouble constantly, specifically in middle school, because I was reading all the time school nine, nine. and reading were my escapes i had glasses unruly hair the the true d- ugly duckling the swan story that's that's me i live that life but um watching beauty and the beast and then continuing to watch it as i've grown up i've been like she's me she's a yeah. she's a weird, uh-huh. weird girl who read all the books." still stood out stuck to her guns was able to to fall in love with somebody regardless of what they look like on the outside like that's me that's me yeah so uh I, i i love that in fact the only the only character across film tv video games and books that resonates with me harder than her is the character Rhapsody from the Symphony of Ages books. But Belle, considering we're doing movies, is the one, and she, her character, help, helped me be comfortable with my weirdness.
3: Oh Mia, that's beautiful. I
0: like that. Thank
3: you. I like
0: that a whole (laughs) lot. I feel like all my choices are really wholesome. (laughs) You have some great choices. uh, I uh, (laughs) know that that was fantastic. Again, I've already played my hand. We use that in one of our kids' names. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, I'm averse to the 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 magic of Beauty and the Beast. It's wonderful.
3: It's it's one of the I mean it was the first animated movie nominated for Best Picture Ever at the Oscars. So
0: And here's here's the thing, Um, and and I know Courtney, you said you don't want to have kids, and I totally get it. Uh, One thing that I will tell you, no, 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 it's it's (laughs) I'm sorry, I realized I always apologize
3: for that.
0: None taken as a parent, none taken. Worst, Um, but (laughs) what I will say is they make you watch movies over and over and over and over and over and over again. And Beauty and the Beast was one that we had to do that with. Mm. And it holds up every time. I love it, it more now time. than before. That's yeah. how good it is. Is you can watch it 15 times in a single week and still be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. this movie still kicks ass." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. <laughs> I'll still get crunk <laughs> to be our guest. Him.
0: And he's <laughs> hairy, mar- <laughs> She's an independent feminist woman. Mar- read <laughs> uh, <Tim and laughs> you.
3: Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy um. he's not in that film.
4: Oh, oh my god, I know. Oh, that would
3: have yeah. ruined it. Like, Toy Story almost made this list, but I'm like, you know what?
0: Ga- Gaston yeah. is in that film, and that's close enough.
3: No one twerks like Gaston. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: there know why There are so crazy. many made-up <laughs> songs <laughs> in the movie. on that, but oh my god.
0: <laughs> I like that one.
3: Uh, that was just that's my own personal uh, joke, Is no one twerks like Gaston. <laughs> no one
0: i love that no one do i hope all they the never
3: eggs. do um <coughs> oh man now we're back to me uh yeah speaking back of over- around for number three speaking of overlap jay um we've talked about this in the uh, previous episode which was my number one for that episode my my number three that changed my life is the royal tenenbaums wes anderson i knew it was gonna oh, be on yeah. your list you had it i mean mm-hmm. yeah like Everything about, like, just my just my identity and understanding myself, like, again, I share a lot about myself on here, listeners who listen, but yeah, I was also, the reason why I struggle with my identity is I was adopted, and uh, Margot Tenenbaum was also adopted, and that was the first time I saw someone fully realize the character who I could look up to and admire and understood that her psyche as an adopted person. Granted, we look very different, obviously, different upbringings, but I understood just the way she was with her family and just like all of that. And that was really cool for me to see that as a teenager to come in kind of my angsty time of just like, Oh, Oh, okay. Someone else also gets this weird <laughs> phenomenon that we are very lucky, but also have our own set of struggles, unique struggles with that. And so, and just the color composition, the story itself, the cast. I mean, it's just, it's the, it's, I think is also a perfect movie in many ways. Uh-
0: I, I had a feeling a Wes Anderson movie would be on here somewhere. So, you know, thank you for disappointing me. (laughs) I uh, I, I take that. I take that as a high compliment. If Um, anything,
3: I'm predictable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's a fantastic segue into my number three. (gasps) Um, Yeah, Because, and my number three isn't as emotional as, as that one. um, But it, it, my number three is is flat out a new hope.
3: Oh, nice! I loved
0: that. Wow!
3: Would not and have ever guessed what, that. Make, you know, but
4: it makes sense.
0: Here's yeah, my whole track. reasoning. Here's my whole reasoning, because Star Wars.
4: That's it. That's all you need.
0: Star Wars is a gigantic part of my life to this day yeah. like we just finished watching through rebels i have Aww. star wars figurines and collectibles if i reach uh, enough of this way i'm touching a boba fett you know action figure my da- one of my daughter's rooms is painted like the forest moon of indoor um it, it is uh, you know i had um my pets names growing up i had two cats growing up and their names yeah. were princess and leia
2: oh stop,
0: stop yeah. it now uh, so so star wars i collected star wars toys and there's in boxes in my garage like it's ups- upsetting how much i like star wars it, but it, it, it has been such a huge part of my life and it's just that fantasy that epic that hero's journey and then even i've even come back to that movie a whole bunch you know studying writing or studying story composition and and Mm -hmm. looking at the hero's journey and seeing how like uh, aligned it is and using it as a template and just it's so very good and it it launched a lifelong passion of not only sci-fi uh but star wars in particular um, mm-hmm. and so, so yeah, there was, there was there speaking of predictable, anybody who knows me very well knows I'm going to have horror on my list and knows I'm going to have a star Wars somewhere. So love number yep. three is love a new it. hope.
3: That's perfect. The one that started it
0: all. Exactly. And that's the one that's yeah. the, thankfully, thank goodness. My dad. Uh, had the foresight to show that one to me first. Yeah, because he was yeah, just like, real. here, you know, watch, watch this one. Don't just watch like the one with the fuzzy Ewoks. You'll have no idea what's going on. Like, right. watch all of them, and then just, and then just get obsessed with the one with the fuzzy Ewoks because you're eight, and watch that yeah. one a thousand times. That's course, fine, but it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Oh,
3: Jay, that's
0: beautiful. Mm, no. Thank you. That's what this whole episode is about.
2: Yeah. Aww.
4: Are we ready for my number three?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know if we can handle it. I don't know if we or the listeners can handle this. I don't but know yes, I we have to do yes. it. We have Good. to power on like Everest.
4: Okay. So my number three has actually been, I think, a number one on a list before. Hold on.
0: Oh. It's probably, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. These are life changers. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I have like past lists here.
3: Oh. Okay. Look at you! I, just I, have, a keep note, them I have a notes
0: document that just roll keeps scrolling. Just rolling, <laughs> just rolling,
3: rolling, um,
2: rolling.
4: But my number three is Aaron Brockovich. Oh!
0: Whoa! Okay! Yeah. Whoa! Nice! You won, wow, you I, I don't know if like, I would have guessed that, but yeah.
3: Wouldn't have guessed my- that either.
4: Aaron Brockovich was the first time I ever saw a woman be a complete badass come in, wreck the film in the most best, incredible way, and she not be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. It was my first time seeing a woman achieving power, using her power, and ultimately, even without that being powerful. And she wasn't a bad guy. She was yeah. the heroine. She was the protagonist. She was everything that I needed to see as a young girl growing up. And she was a single mom. Like it was, it was all encompassing badassery and just chef kiss emotion. It was great, spectacular, yes. and uh, I just the it's a movie. It's one of those movies for me that I can watch over and over again. And there are some scenes in yeah yeah that that you did that yes yeah, so yeah that's that that's the, my number three uh, <laughs> not not necessarily I, as wholesome but just raw bad. i uh i take
0: great pleasure in making fun of julia roberts but that movie is is, is, <laughs> is damn good
4: you're like that's it's one i amazing. don't <laughs> yeah i won't no, touch no, really that not. one yeah. but...
0: No, it's that, oh, one's, that one. Movie. That one's good. I like that. I, and honestly, now that you said that, I do remember you specifically talking about Air Brockovich in another conversation that we were mm-hmm. having. And you said, mm-hmm. I remember connecting with her because she just walked into the movie and started wrecking shit and she wasn't, <laughs> a vill- she wasn't villainized for it. And yeah, so I'm happy that that has come full circle now. We're talking about it again
3: yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's such a good movie <laughs> i gotta rewatch it it's so good you do you do yeah
0: yeah i okay. haven't watched it in I mean, ages oh lord we're getting to the top two i think uh, i know we need people people need to get the tissue boxes people need to get some ice cream we're oh, going snap. downtown yeah. into motion town ready yeah. ready none Man. of those are real um, words for courtney get us into a two
3: my number two is actually two movies, but I lumped them together as one. And um, okay. an interesting choice, um, but it's the Goofy movies.
2: <gasps> stop it! Stop, yeah. You for stop it right real? now! Sister,
3: yeah, for real. So, the, the first movies. Goofy, the reason why is just like, and they really... <laughs> You know, in an interesting way, depict my relationship with my father um, in, in a really beautiful way. And that's something that he and I reference all the time because he, one, is a very good impressionist and does a goofy impression, Mickey Mouse impression, but his goofy impression is amazing. And that was something yeah. I grew up with all the time. He made Mickey Mouse pancakes and did a goofy impression at, on Saturday mornings. And um, so I, I have a lot of love for these movies. And growing up, specifically when I was a teenager, my dad and I, 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 was very much a tomboy at the time, and or still am. So we would like mm-hmm. do like the tomboy things, like fishing and what have you. And then as a teenager, a teenager we went to concerts together because so I got a job, a writing job for a music website, doing music reviews. So he and I went to concerts nice. all the time together, much like Goofy and Max did in the first movie, and um, just being like teenager, a teenager with their with their dad, and trying to figure that out, and also like doing. You know, just having that like, for them father, son, for us, father, daughter moment. And yeah, we were Goofy and Max. He still has his picture in my phone is Goofy and Max, like fishing together in the first movie. And the second one, which is even more impactful. Oh, my God. You got it. oh, It's OK. I'm OK. It's OK. I'm OK. Even more. Impact. Oh, <laughs> how cute. Even oh, my more, God. Look at, at him. It. I'm, it's,
0: oh, my goodness. It's not, it's not like I'm a fan or anything.
3: No, never. The more impactful one was the extreme goofy movies. Where I started going to college pretty early. Um, I was like six, fifteen, sixteen. But then when I start, like when I when I got enrolled, I was like very much like, why should I go to college when neither of my parents had finished their college degrees? My dad was like, well, shit my daughter's going to college. My oldest kid is going to college. I'm going to go back and get my degree. And then he went back. We were in college at the same time together. You lived both goofy movies. Yeah, yeah. And so we were both studying. He went on to get his master's, of, you know, and and now has a, has a nice job that he enjoys. But, like, at the time we were, like, studying, doing classes. Like, he was online. I was going in person, but we had homework and all that stuff. So it was very similar. Like, we were going to school, going to college oh, to, better, to better our lives at the same time. So those movies very much depicted our lives in a beautiful way and i'm very thankful for them yeah so um i will always be thankful for those movies to weirdly encapsulate my mine and my dad's relationship
4: all right (laughs) i don't have
0: words i just have sound effects i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) no i didn't i thought i I would start crying but I feel bad now. I, I, I'm off. I, I keep following you after these really emotional ones, and then I'm sorry. This are so, like, I'm so emotional.
2: All the time.
0: <laughs> well, no, it's it's good because it I just it, I I feel like I can't follow it, and but I'm, no, I'm gonna. you can't. Here, here we go. Here we go. My number two is, I think the movie that solidified my love of film. Mm. And I've based so much of my life around just loving movies and watching movies and introducing other people to movies. And the, my my number two is Jurassic Park. Yoli. Oh
3: yeah, <clears throat> Yeah. So oh,
2: shit. wait, it's one.
0: It's
4: one R for Jurassic. Yes, <laughs>
0: it, one R for Jurassic. Two at <laughs> okay, two S's. Okay, um, S's. I saw Jurassic Park like seven or eight times in the theater because okay. that was back in the day where that would go to the dollar theater after it had mm-hmm. been in the, like the regular mm-hmm. theaters for a couple months. And so I would just make my dad take me every weekend because it was the most amazing movie. And I remember this vividly, such a wonderful memory, is we were sitting there in the movie and it was like an almost empty theater and me and there was a mom and probably an eight-year-old kid a couple rows in front of us. And the movie gets started playing and he starts freaking out. He's like, I don't wanna be here. It's gonna be scary. And I'm so like scary. Movies. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> this kid's just having a having a time. And I, the mom lets it go on for a little bit, and me and my dad are just being like, All right, I hope this doesn't go on the whole time. Uh, <laughs> but then then the mom says out of nowhere, Trevor, you have seen this movie. Four times already. And (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. It's just amazing. (laughs) Like, Jurassic Park was one of those movies where, like, when I watched it, I was at the age where I was seeing it thinking, I'm not sure how, but they filmed dinosaurs. And I know there's mechanicals in there. Dangerous ones. But I'm pretty sure they filmed real dinosaurs for this. And if if I'm not mistaken, I think they told us how they did it with the whole Amber storyline. Like, I, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what Steven Spielberg did for the movie. Like, it was just so impactful. And the idea that a movie could be that big, but it could be that emotional and could be, it could tell a story and bring something that different to life. And it feels so tangible. Um, It, it established for me that movies were going to be a passion for the rest of my life. And so that is, that's why it was number two for me is because, and, and, uh, you know, one of my child's rooms is decorated as the forest mood of indoor. The other child's room is decorated like a Jurassic Park jungle. With Stop dinosaurs. it. And we have a map I of can't. Isla Nublar, the island no. on the wall. Um, we have a mural painted on one wall that is the glass that's in the visitor center. Um, you know, remember when the raptors like walking and he comes up into its own silhouette in the glass mural? We did that glass Mm -hmm. panel on a wall. Um, So Jurassic Park is just, it's huge for us. We played the Jurassic Park theme song at our wedding.
3: Oh my God.
0: Uh, I will say, I will say, (laughs) here's, here's the thing. We sit, we played it as people were seating themselves. I love that. And the first like three minutes of that song are very orchestral. Before Mm -hmm. anything like really kicks in that's, recognizable and one of the funniest things one of my funniest experiences of my entire wedding is me standing up at the altar just kind of watching people get seated and then hearing mm-hmm. <laughs> and then seeing everyone around the audience just kind of like it click and then just go is that the truth i know yes uh, i'm pretty <laughs> sure that's the jurassic park theme song. And i'm like that's the jurassic park theme song everybody yeah. <laughs> i love that so man yeah so jurassic if I ever... is up there it's huge impactful massive on my whole life
3: i mean that love changed it. the game for for movies in general at that time too i will say i, I agree that movie came out the year I was born, and so I didn't get to see it till much later. I'm sorry to make everyone Name. feel old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, um, but yeah, like that—that that soundtrack, all of it was just like it's so inbred in our DNA culturally too. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I. That is, yeah, that's a, uh, it's a big one for me. Uh, and honestly, that, and that's going to be the last one. That's like specifically movie and my love of movie based. Um, but Mia, please take it away. Get us back into cry town.
4: Um, yes. Okay. So my number one has been a number one on another one. Is-
0: Wait, this and is already number, doing two. number two.
4: Yeah, but that's what I'm, my number oh, two. Your number
0: two has been a number one. A
4: one, number one. I, that's what I meant. My number oh, two has been bad. a number one in in previous movies. It is also in my, like, this is a movie I suggest to people all the time because not enough people have seen it for sure. Um, but it's the movie Life Itself.
3: Oh, oh okay.
0: You've talked so, about this
1: I've before. Never seen I have. That. I
4: have. So it's got Oscar Writing Isaac, Olivia Wilde, um, um the guy who pl- who's uh, who plays inigo montoya in um Patinkin. M- Mandy Patinkin. Oh. Uh, it has um oh my gosh it has antonio banderas it's uh, it's a, a phenomenal cast that has superb storytelling in in my very not so humble opinion at least specifically on this film and um it's it's the first movie to make me go <laughs> In a film, oh.
2: <laughs> to make me like it's better, it's better cry,
4: right? cry, yes, <clears throat> to make me cry, cry watching it. Um, it's yeah. it is a love story. It is a love story that has pain and anguish and accomplishments and trial and error and um, it it encapsulates a lot. It the the beginning has much more pain than the end. Um, mm. so brace yourself, but uh. It's it's truly, truly incredible. And I just I I haven't seen it in a while. I need to see it again.
3: I feel like I see uh-huh. it pop up on like on Prime and stuff, so I gotta watch it now.
4: I'm pretty sure it is on Prime. I'm I think that's the I, only place you can see it.
0: If okay. I'm not mistaken, it got a lot of press and a lot of push up front because it was written and possibly directed, question mark mm-hmm. from the guy who did the um oh shit, the What's that show? Holy crap! That has Milo. What's his face? Went to TV. TV. Oh, 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 um, uh, yeah. the one with the. Oh my God!
3: What's it called? Not the story not of up. us,
0: but the. Um,
3: this is oh, us. Oh my
0: goodness! This is us. This yeah. is us. Yeah. the Story of us is the Taylor, Taylor Swift song. <laughs> Thank you, and I hate that. Um, <laughs> I, uh, but. Yeah, that the guy who created that show and kind of is the spearhead behind that show. That's the movie that he wrote and I think corrected. I mean, okay.
3: Well,
0: yeah.
4: All I know is that because it was on, because it was released through a streaming service, it didn't get the attention, the 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 buzz it deserved in in the award circuit, and it took several other noteworthy films before. Those ty- like films put out on streaming services, were getting gotcha. we getting noticed. So it was before that, but it's still. It, I think I was really upset during um, that season, and I was just like, "Where is life itself?"
0: Huh. It, it deserves. That's a to big be question, it. Mia. That's just a big. Well, where question. Is to- where is life itself? What is life itself? <laughs> what you know, is, it what, what is, is it all about? Forty-two.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: 28 yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's half of it um I, uh, <laughs> no. all right no. What's all right the, oh, uh, all right here we go the big right, the big daddy one. that changed yeah i mean and it's tough it's obviously you know going to be a very specific use case and these should be very personal so courtney you're number one
3: my number one, and this is the first movie. I swear to God, I remember having any recollect recollection of, um, and it really, I think, shaped everything from like my career, from just who I am, from what I enjoy as a person. I can't believe my parents let me watch this, but my number one is Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: <gasps> ah! Nice, that's a fantastic. Hey, it <laughs> <laughs> um, was a thrive uh, by fruiting. Oh, hello,
3: dear. <laughs> yeah, see all of that. Just um this my solidifying my love for Robin Williams is I of course had not watch Aladdin Hook all those movies as a kid. Um and then just really appreciating him as a comedian, of course. But Mrs. Doubtfire really just like my sense of humor, my just um understanding of like family dynamics, all of that stuff was just really um just it changed. I don't even have a lot of words for it, other than like, I, unfortunately, like with the other ones, I'm like, this is why. But this one, I don't have a lot of words for the other than this is just the one. This is the first time I can remember watching a movie and thinking, oh, this is interesting. Or this is-. at the time, when like his, his mask falls out of the window and it gets run over nah, by a truck, nah. that's scary. That was scary to me as a kid because I was so young, I'm just like, oh my god, his face. You know, or her face, whatever. <laughs> what you know? What is happening? And then, like, um, there's these carrots. I work at a grocery store right now, currently. And there are these, like, little, like, carrots that are, like, long and thin and pointy that you can, like, put in a like, pan and saute. And I think of, I see them. And I think of Mrs. Doubtfire all the time because of that scene where he orders, uh, he tries to cook dinner. And he catches his whole outfit on fire for the family.
2: <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 That's the chest. Um,
3: just yes, so he orders just takeout and just serves it up on a plate and those carrots like they're shiny because they're covered in, like butter or whatever. Every time I see them or a version of them, I always think of Mrs. Doubtfire. So that movie is ingrained in my DNA as much as anything could, could ever be. It was um, meant to be. Yeah. It was meant to be. It was it just I you know, understanding comedy, understanding all of that, and uh, I will forever and ever love it. Oh,
0: yeah. That's
3: all I have to say about it, weirdly
0: here here's okay you know i'll i'll segue off of yours again because and ironic as this is because this, these lists are so personal um courtney yeah. this is another reason i feel like we are destined to be friends because my number yeah. one is uh, is dna genetically tied to my sense of humor and that's yeah. why i think it's my number one of yeah. what excuse me changed my life because so much. And if I am truly honest with myself and my listeners, which is what this show is, if I'm truly honest, laughter and comedy and telling those jokes and telling those stories and entertaining is a central part of who I believe myself to be outside of, you know, who I am with my family. And even then, like I'm always feel like I'm entertaining them and trying to make them laugh. It's just something I cherish. And the movie that changed my life when it came to what comedy could accomplish was Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Ghost. I
4: knew it. Don't even tell me <laughs> yeah. how I knew, but I knew.
2: <laughs> oh, it's perfect.
3: <laughs> perfect choice. I uh.
0: And I, ra- I even ran this list by a man and she was like, yeah, I can see that. Because yep. that movie is so strange it's so it's so perfectly monty python but their comedy was so absurdist that it Mm -hmm. got me at the right time when i when i was sort of coming out of the idea of oh well all comedy is joke set up punchline joke set up punchline right you know and it, it should it should flow in a normal way and it should make sense and all of that uh, and as I got older, I just loved diving into the old, you know, Flying Circus reruns and other Monty Python movies. But Monty Python in Search for the Holy Grail is the movie I've probably seen the most in my life. I could quote it from beginning to end. I still think it's as funny today as it is the day that I watched it. <clears throat> but more than anything, it just showed me. That comedy could be totally weird and subjective yeah. and funny, and if it's funny to like three people, that's kind of good enough. Yeah, the whole mm-hmm. idea of oh, just 100%. banging coconuts together for horse hooves,
2: and then yeah. people being like,
0: "Well, that's just stupid." I'm like, "But that's it's so good. Why it's so funny? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's and, so good." And, and Courtney, to your point, it's it's even hard to put into words like how much I feel like that movie changed my life and I'm it probably yeah. was just the time that I saw it.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I feel like I can appreciate comedy and laugh at things. And we and we were talking on comedy specials that we both were weirdly obsessed with the Maria Bamford special. And that's yeah the special special
3: special
0: yeah and it's completely absurdist. And so yeah I just I feel like there's an element of knowing the power of comedy and what it can do. Because of the boundaries that that movie pushed. Yes. Um, I agree. And I still. I mean there was probably a week or two ago. Where we quoted the entire um, Knights Who Say Knee scene. Just upstairs in the bedroom. For no reason. Just because nice. it's someone because Chandler uh the baby was trying to say knee, was learning to say knee. And she nee. just said knee over, nee. over and over and over again. Nee, 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 and nee. and we're just like knee, and we're like, We are the knights, we are the babies who say knee. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, so still, it's still to this day something that I cherish and that I love and that I reference. And so yeah, um, I've i maneuvered La-la-la. I've maneuvered this list. You shall bring us a little tyke's shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa oh, and Doug. God. Um, but yeah, I uh I love it. I I rearranged this list a handful of times on which different movies would be in different different places. This was always number one. I don't think it oh, was ever yeah. different. Uh-uh. I'm
3: the same way with Mrs. Doubtfire. That was always
0: number one. Yeah. So.
3: Oh, I love that oh, choice.
0: That choice.
3: It's, it's awesome.
0: Thank you. All right, Mia. Big daddy.
4: Um. So my number one is the Mask of Zorro.
2: <gasps> Ooh. Oh,
3: I kind of felt like, for some reason, I was like, yeah, it's probably going to be on her list for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't it's- know why, but. It's so
4: strange. I had I had so many others, and literally, as Jay was saying, this is what you know impacted you know th- what it is you wanted to do with your life. I was like, oh my my number one d- doesn't do that for me, but I know what did, uh-huh. and my and it's Mascazorro Zorro, and it's specifically Catherine Zeta Jones in Masked Zorro. Yeah. Now, like, don't yeah. get me wrong, I love seeing a Hispanic person. Taking the helm in a film and it doing really well. I loved mm-hmm. that. That was super important to me as a Hispanic person. But yeah. watching, watching Catherine Zeta, even though I know she's not Hispanic, I know she's not. Yeah. Um, the fact Anthony that she
0: Hopkins was, played the hell out of a Hispanic guy. I
4: mean, he's yeah, like a hell of a, a lot of roles. <laughs> yes, hell <laughs> of a lot. I couldn't speak for a second. Um,
0: Wait, but but he married up? Zeta, didn't he? After that. Oh no Whoa. no! Who's he, wait, who's Michael? Uh, who, Michael who's Douglas. Catherine?
4: Michael Douglas.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who's he married to?
4: Michael Douglas is married to Catherine Tito jones Yeah, what? did he
0: marry her after that movie?
4: No, no, he's not. Anthony Hopkins no, no, is no, who no. play who was in the movie. No, Jesus.
0: Michael Doug- Jesus Christ! That, you know what? All <laughs> old white guys, all old white guys look the same. To they me. all look the same. Oh my god! All old white guys are the same to me. Oh my oh, god! That's so funny. <sighs>
3: Um that's I mean that's fair, Joey. I it's understandable. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you can't. Someone's light.
0: gonna take someone's gonna take my movie credit card now, but I don't care, they're the same person. That's yeah, <laughs> no,
2: <Go>.
4: it, it <laughs> was it was Catherine zeta Jones because she played a Hispanic woman who was beautiful. And powerful. Mm. She wasn't mm. just pretty for the sake of being pretty. No, she's she's going to sword fight with yeah. sorrow. No, she's gonna run and do this and she's gonna do that. She wasn't she wasn't t- like taking no shit. She was doing it, she was doing yeah. it. And that was also the scene where he where he like stands back and tilts and he's like chow, 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 chow. and then her dress falls and her hair is in, is in front of her. That mm-hmm. scene, that scene. Is what has motivated me to grow out my hair ever <gasps> since I was like seven, and it's oh. not—it's not even almost there. It's not even almost there, but it's, yeah. getting, there. it's you're, getting there. You're so getting
0: close there. to the Alanis Morissette uh, album cover. That yes, you, you could do. Yeah, unfortunately,
4: unfortunately, uh, men got in the way, wanting me to have short hair, and one oh. in particular wanted me to have hair like Adrian from Rocky. So there's just the but fuck you know I should they say that, that it's the not way. the men's fault it's right. my fault for allowing the men to tell me how to do my hair but it's
3: partly
0: that's the not men's fault the case. it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the their case fault. now don't take my it all on
3: yourself yeah no you should like you as you are fuck them you, <laughs> my, 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 you have equal rights to ah! your oh, hair <laughs> oh,
0: i adore you both oh my god
2: oh same. so yeah, yeah that's of that one
0: i that's awesome i i love it here's the thing i we didn't we talked about this a little bit up front but we normally do a definitive uh, or defivative <laughs> uh list five, yes <laughs> uh we we usually do a, defi- a defivative list at the end of the top five of all combined of ours This one's so personal, I don't I don't know if we can do that this time. Are you fine to Okay? You guys are all good to just bypass. Okay. Then I I uh, I have a game for us to round this out if you guys want to play a silly game. I wanna play a game. Oh what a wonderful (laughs) game it is too. Risk is part of the game.
1: Well how about a game of Parcheesi?
3: Remember that favorite game of yours?
1: Gang's worthy of his
4: majesty. You really think you're the only one who can play this game?
1: We will be perfect. In every aspect of the game. Let the games begin.
0: It's called Flip Your World Recast. So we're talking about the movies that changed our life. So what you have to do is you have to recast your number one movie Mm. with the cast from your number five movie.
3: Oh fuck! And
0: then you have to, and then you have to tell us about the movie that you created. So let me be the first to go. Uh, my my movie is now Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail, starring the cast of Pulp Fiction. <laughs>
2: oh my god!
0: So we've got you know the John Travoltas and the Samuel L. Jacksons as you know the knights, uh, obviously. <laughs> oh in.
4: my god! Um, oh my god! Uma.
0: Uma Thurman would be probably the the mistress of that castle, the the sexy castle, and Monty Python is probably Uh Marcellus Wallace is uh, is a king somewhere, somewhere, some sort of king. Somewhere. And the bondage guy would fit right in. He would fit into both. Worlds. Truly, <laughs> oh my god. So, Monty Pulp and the Search for the Holy Fiction.
3: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> There
3: you go. All right. All right. I'll go next because I think I got a clear. Because both my number one, number five are comedies. Um, so that wasn't too hard. So, okay. My number one is Mrs. Doubtfire. My number five is Trainwreck.
0: <laughs> oh, um, my goodness. I'm curious where you're going with this.
3: Okay. I know that I my brain kind of raced through a few of them. But I think this is what I'm going to go with is that um, Amy Schumer would be Robin Williams in this okay
0: that's what i was hoping you were gonna go yeah
3: and then uh bill Hader is sally fields character oh, I think he, I, but that works he doesn't, a, he doesn't get a chance to play the straight man very often i think that would be like the no. whole time the whole time i think he could really pull that scene off really <laughs> well in the restaurant and then uh brie larson is pierce brosnan yeah because she's also in train wreck and she's like Objectively, the hottest one in that movie, and likewise, so Pierce is Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Yeah, no, yeah. totally makes sense. Listen, uber
0: uber it. crush on Brie Larson. I think she's fantastic.
3: She's great. I love her. Agreed. You know what? It's it's interesting. Most of my guy friends are really in love with her. I like her. I don't really understand why she's the choice out of like all the other way other women to have crushes on, which I find interesting.
0: I didn't say she was the only person I had a crush on. I just said I had. one me. of
3: the big ones, okay.
0: Yeah, she's she's you know she's up there. I you know she's she's yeah. I fair. I she yeah she's up there.
3: <laughs> that's fair. <too>. You don't <laughs> have to it. I just uh, I don't want I don't just... want I
0: don't want to just like dive into like uh, other like ranking anybody else. But I also don't disparage no, 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 Larson no, no, no. because she's amazing, and and I don't want to awesome. take anything away from her. She's so great. worthy She's of crushing
3: great. yeah she is she is 100 percent. all right mia
0: all right mia
3: um so uh
4: mask of zorro with a cast of portrait and a girl on fire so it would be mask Fantastic. of a girl on fire but honestly yes. a a uh uh feminism based mask of zorro would be pretty freaking incredible
0: Cool. I like yeah, a female. <laughs> what yes. if Catherine Zeta Jones is being I mean I know she's not in it, but it's being like trained as Zorro.
4: Ooh, and then and then the, the, another
0: female yeah. Zorro, yeah. Zorro. And then maybe, you know
4: We'll keep Catherine yeah, we'll, in there and we'll throw everybody from yeah. Girl of a
3: Portrait on fire and
4: am good I with think that. The, perfect. the
3: the uh the, the sandy haired woman in Girl of a Portrait. On fire, yes. I think would be the one. Yeah, would be the one training. Yes, absolutely. I think, absolutely but I think she, she she definitely has yeah, a more probably. authoritative uh, vibe in that movie. I oh, for it, like, sure. Years, she
4: she has a commanding nature, though.
3: I can absolutely, absolutely. So that was yeah. yeah. I yeah. I need to rewatch that movie. I know it's on Hulu. So very good. It is, and it's nice. Weird. Man,
4: that was great, well, guys.
0: I think that was very think easy. We surprisingly, a lot of changed a lot of lives today i feel like yeah that's Um, what we do i hope i hope everybody listening has been very introspective about which movies change their lives and which honorable mentions uh they would cry about um because yeah it's an important question it's an important question do you guys do you guys both feel good about the list that we actually you know what let's remind you want me to read everyone's list Yeah, Mia, since we don't have a combined list, read everybody's list. Let's remind us of the movies that we loved.
4: I'll go with Courtney's first, since this was her idea. And Courtney's top five life changers are at number five, Trainwreck. At number four, Parasite. At number three, Royal Tenenbaums. At number two, both Goofy Movies. And at number one, Mrs. Doubtfire. And for you, Jay, your top five life changers are... At number five, Pulp Fiction. At number four, Psycho. At number three, A New Hope. At number two, Jurassic Park. And at number one, Monty Python Search for the Holy Grail. And then for me, my top five, me being Mia, for those of you listen, Mia. Uh, <laughs> my top five life changers are at number five, Portrait of a Girl on Fire. At number three, Beauty and the Beast. At number four, Beauty and the Beast. At number three, Aaron Brockovich. At number two, Life Itself, and at number one, Mask of Zora. Nice, nice, nice,
0: nice. Oh, man, that that is into it. Ooh, that that feels good. That feels really yeah, good. Yeah, I
2: agree.
0: Well, it um, also feels Jay, good. Oh, yes. Jay, what? what? Your
4: your list is solid for just anyone. Like the your I list agree. is a solid. Like. This is a good movie list recommendation all around. I 100% agree.
0: Yeah. I I would say the same about both of you ladies lists. I oh, think that they that, that they're very very good. Um thank you. I Thank you. You know, I Man, I don't know how anybody could walk away from this episode and not be changed and altered and you know, watch yeah. these movies and, and connect with them in very in very unique ways in in their own accounts. Yeah. Um, Watch our honorable mentions and the, maybe
3: cry like I fucking oh,
0: did. You <laughs> totally will. And they totally should. And this has been, this has been so fun. I cannot wait till the next episode, but right now everyone needs to subscribe to this podcast. Yes. High five colon the podcast, part of the project hyphen nerd podcast network. If you haven't already subscribed, I don't know what you're waiting for. We've got new episodes coming out every other week. We're talking high fives on our favorites, high fives of genres, high fives of actors and actresses, high fives of everything that you could want. And honestly, if you're going to, if you're going to interact with us on Instagram and or Facebook, maybe we'll do some of your high five suggestions as well so until next time I can't wait to talk to you guys again and nerd out about movies so
1: have a good one everybody
2: Bye. bye
1: we have reached the end of another high five the podcast episode it's time to lock up the writers room and rest comfortably knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching if the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at my5 at high5thepodcast.com That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H F-I-V-E T-H-E P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on twitter at high the number five the podcast instagram at high five the podcast or on letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love what's the worst that could happen?